Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman Beyond podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 95, Revenant and Babel. Hi, pals. It's time for week 95 of this show. Mm-hmm. I am your co-host, Al. And I'm your other co-host, Maggie. Hello. And we're almost up to 100. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of Batman and, mm-hmm. and a little bit of Superman. How much podcasts have you guys done? So many podcasts. I mean, the Star Trek show ran over 400 episodes plus mm-hmm. another 50 bonus episodes. Yep. And those are just the review shows. There's mm-hmm. there's so many others. Mm-hmm. It's it's well over a thousand at yep. this point. We've it's made nice. so much content. Yeah. Well, that that is what the future's about. Mm-hmm. You you might think the future is about being shui and mm-hmm. um um being in clown gangs. <laughs> but it is in fact about content. Well, I can tell you right now that I want to be in a cl- neither be in a clown gang nor shit say that things are shui. No, but you yourself, I would describe as shui. Like, if you don't want me to, I won't. But, but you're pretty shui. That might be the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Really? I try to say nice things to you. Mm-hmm. That just oh. might be the nicest thing. Oh, all right. That's fair. Look at this sh- shui motherfucker over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about Maggie the shui? Mm-hmm. That's your, like, uh, medieval knight title. <laughs> shui Maggie's my uh, disc jockey name. There you go. Mm-hmm. Remember disc jockeys? I do. I wanted to be one for some time, and instead I became a podcaster. I also wanted to be one for some time, and I also became a podcaster. No, I went as far as I got a a job at the local radio station for like a week, Mm -hmm. and then everyone got replaced. I I happened to be there when everyone got replaced by robots, so they sent me home. (laughs) It was when all the corporate things were like, okay, we have a playlist of 20 CDs. Mm -hmm. Um... We don't need people to do this. Yeah. <clears throat> We're just playing the same 20 songs, and we can program the wall of CD players to do that. We need the news guy, and that's it. Yep. You are listening to K-Rock, the home mm-hmm. of rock. Yep. This was actually a country station, which I, I didn't love in the first place, but you got to start somewhere. You're listening to K-Rock, the country station, y'all. Yeah. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. All right. Why what don't we... called K-Horse? Well, maybe. I mean... This is a real nitpicky, well, actually thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, radio stations uh, west of the Mississippi start with K. Radio stations where I'm from east of the Mississippi start with W. Ah, excuse me. W horse. Yeah, thank you. Horse. Well, horse. Yes. War exactly. horse, the famous Spielberg movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Why don't we talk about Batman? Oh, I suppose of we should. Whatever the fuck it is we are talking about. <laughs> And why don't I tell you about Revenant, mm-hmm. which uh, the DC wiki tells me is is wordplay. And I didn't know that. I, I give them credit for pointing this out. I just thought that was a ghost name. It, it it does mean ghost. It also means someone who returns. Oh. So it's it's got a double meaning that both of which kind of apply to this episode. So oh. not, not, not hugely clever, but, you know, it's something. All right, Batman Beyond, you won your blue ribbon this time. Mm-hmm. Well, they get like a what's what's below a blue ribbon, like a, uh, a brown ribbon. I don't know the trophy I got from playing soccer. All right, there you go. Not your best cup because that's no. a, that's a very. It's good not trophy. even a cup. It was just a little guy playing soccer. Mm, yeah. Well, you know, beca- in case you forgot what playing soccer looked like. I mean, you know, you know me. I probably did at one point. 
I don't know. <laughs> if you got a trophy, you must have done pretty well. I don't uh, know. This okay. was absolutely a participation trophy. Ah, oh, you damn millennials. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let me tell you about Revenant. All right. Or alternate title, The Haunting of Hamilton Hill High. God, I hate alliteration. <laughs> and ghosts. But, as we, as we have pointed out several times already, the show is extremely influenced by Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so you kind of have to do a all the girls in the school think there's a ghost and for some reason they want to fuck that ghost story. Oh, and lest you think I'm exaggerating these young ladies' attitudes toward ectopenis, allow me to present my quote. He can haunt my castle anytime. That's Chelsea, but we hear similar sentiments from a couple of additional randos, as well as Dana, and of all people, Max, who is apparently into dudes after all. Well... That, of course, does not rule out our previous speculation about where Max falls on the vast spectrum of human sexuality. But to be clear, Max only expresses her mighty thirst for pictures of the unfortunate dead kid that everyone thinks is haunting the school. She knows better that there isn't a ghost because she's not an idiot. Also not an idiot in this episode, Terry freaking McGinnis, who actually pieces together that the sweet love messages in the girls' locker room seem directed at Blaze, and all of the flying debris seems to be targeted at the coach and Nelson. Side note, I briefly forgot Seth Green's name, and my brain screamed at me that he was played by Scott Thompson. Because Seth Green played Scott Evil, and Nelson is an analog of Flash Thompson. Thanks, brain. After rewatching the first season episode Golem to confirm his suspicions, Terry heads out to the juvenile detention facility to confront the most likely culprit of the ghost chaos, Willie Watt. Little Willie Watt. He grew up, filled out. Dude's apparently been doing a lot of pull-downs and glute squats in juvie. Another side note, I have no idea what the names of exercises are. <laughs> Presumably, he did this to finally gain his father's attention and approval, but the dude hasn't been here once to visit him. Not once. Which is pretty harsh, but not exactly harsh enough to justify using your newfound telekinetic powers to stalk girls in the locker room and kill Nelson. I mean, maiming Nelson is fine, but killing is too far. Terry continues to show promise as a guy who can detect the specific details of a crime. Is there a word for that? By tricking Willie into revealing that he does have newfound telekinetic powers. Terry promises to keep this a secret since the two of them are old pals and all, but the juvie guards don't agree and come rushing in to apprehend him. Uh, more than he's already been apprehended, I mean. He, he is already in juvie, after all. This causes him to want to not be apprehended in any way, so he busts out of child prison and heads to the high school for a final showdown with Nelson, an extremely gross reunion with Blaze, and also so he can bring about the most epic superhero battle ever fought as Batman fights a towel. <coughs> okay, it's a flag, but it sure looks like a towel. Also, the word towel is funnier. <coughs> Terry somehow manages to overpower the towel and stop Willie, who is returned to custody in a new Doc Brown mind-reading helmet, so I suppose that's the end of him. No, I checked the DCAU wiki, and seriously, this is actually the end of him. Mm-hmm. Well, so Which much is for that guy. Yeah, he's a good bad guy. Yeah, and you know, I know you don't want to go to the uh, like uh, high school kid well too many times, mm-hmm. but uh, it, this was a good second showing. I mm-hmm. thought we got without spoiling your episode. We got two of these this week. Yeah, we got the return of another season one guy mm-hmm. in in your episode, and uh, I like them. You know, he's. These can't just be one-off guys. He's Batman. He's got to fight yeah. these guys over and over again, just like Batman does. Yeah, you need to have a rogues gallery. Mm. I still hate calling it that, but I concede that that's what it's called. My gallery of rogues. Such a dumb phrase. <laughs> my rogues gallery. This is where I keep all my rogues. Mm-hmm. How y'all doing? Not you. <laughs> oh, man. Go wait outside with Gambit. Huh? <laughs> Oh, 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 spicy crawdad. <laughs> Literally all, all I know about Gambit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't hate this one. No, it was good. 
as much as I expected to hate the one about ghosts. I, like, for one thing, I was absolutely expecting, like, oh, okay, so, like, the kid's actually alive somewhere in the school, and, like, he's taking control of, like, the computers or something, because everything's run by computers. And the episode's like, no, dumbass, this is a different thing. You have the information for this already, if you were paying attention. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, actually, alright. Yeah, okay. Fair play, and episode. Also, they already kind of did a Phantom of the Opera thing, like, with Rat Boy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the kid living in the walls and stalking people feels a little, like, treading the same ground, I think. This school's walls is so packed with students that we thought were dead and just got horribly mutated. I was impressed that there was a dead kid. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not a thing teen shows talk about, like, for kids. Yeah. Talk about a lot, right? Yeah, no, like, a dead kid who got mm -hmm. killed to death because mm -hmm. they were building a new wing of the school. It's It feels like, I mean, I don't know if you had one, but, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of schools do. You've got that kid who died during sometime during the four years you were there. Yeah, we did have one of those. And, you know, the yearbook prints an in-memoriam thing, and mm -hmm. everyone pretends they were their friend, even mm -hmm. though probably most people weren't. Nope. But, you know, it's not it's not a part of the high school experience you see addressed very much, so that was interesting. Yeah. But also this whole every teen girl wants to bang a ghost thing, which I guess is a real thing. See, I've never heard of that either. And then Mal was like, yeah, of course I want to fuck a ghost. They're amazing. Okay. I mean, I've, I've, uh, the, the, the girls I knew in high school very much were these types. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, to varying degrees of actual belief, it mm -hmm. was, it was more of a, you know, and, and I mean, I married a monster fucker. Yeah, so. of course. So like, I understand it, but. I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not my go-to. I, I think there's like a romance to it or something. I suppose so. You know, the tragic dead kid who's. I mean, this is basically an ectoplasm. This is basically why Twilight. I mean, he wasn't yeah. a ghost; he was a vampire. But same, right. same difference. Right, vampires like, for, are the ghosts of monsters. I I will defer to your uh, expert knowledge there. Even I don't think that one made sense. Okay. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. They're all just serial mascots to me. I really could not care less. Mm -hmm. Ghosts do love the taste of um Blueberry. Yeah, they Blueberry cereal. Yeah, I don't know. I've never had any of those in my life. No, but I saw commer I grew up with on commercials for them mm -hmm. and indelibly like that's why I can't take vampires seriously is because of Count Chocula mm -hmm. and the Count on Sesame Street. It's like that's not scary. <sighs> Love me a puppet vampire trying to sell me something. He's not, no, the Count's not trying to sell you anything. He's trying to he's, teach you to count. He's trying to sell me all these numbers. <laughs> no, that's that shady uh, salesman that's always hanging out with Ernie. <laughs> hey, kid. Want to buy a six? <laughs> that's huh? a nine. Shh. Don't ruin this for me. Mm hmm. Uh, but Take I was impressed. Superstore and break your kneecaps. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> kneecaps. Well, you want when I'm done with you. It's just torso and then arm. Just one arm, too. Mm -hmm. I'll break your elbow. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Am I Brian? <laughs> Poor Brian. Get well soon. Yep. Um, I was very impressed, though, that, that Max managed to sort of fall in with the other girls, mm -hmm. but at the same time was like, yeah, but there's no ghosts. Come yeah. on. That's where, I, that's where I draw the line. Mm -hmm. And uh, Bruce, actually, this is your good thing. Oh, yeah, I love this so much, because I was absolutely expecting Bruce to be all like, there's no ghosts. And then I would be all like, you're Batman. You know there's ghosts. But I One love of that your first <clears throat> major girlfriends was literally a magic person. Yeah. 
But I love, I love that he's, Terry's basically like, oh, you don't believe in ghosts? And Bruce goes, no, I believe in everything. Mm-hmm. I have seen every damn thing under the sun and a bunch of other weird crap besides that. Mm-hmm. I married a plant, beat up a super intelligent gorilla, and I punched a giant chicken in the face. I just don't think that this particularly is ghosts because it's too much teenage bullshit. Mm-hmm. This is that dumb crap that your friends are always into. Well, and actually that ties into my good thing. Mm-hmm. This was shaping up to be a typical teenagers doing dumb teenage shit episode. But then it completely fucking sucker punches mm-hmm. you with a couple of really good emotional moments. Yep. Um, Terry goes home and talks to his uh, mom and little brother about the dead kid and mm-hmm. how everyone thinks it's a ghost and, and how the, the girls at school are using a Ouija board to try to talk to yeah. him. And little Maddie's like, can we use the Ouija board to call dad? Like, oh, yeah. God. And it's nice because Warren McGinnis died like a season and a half ago. Yeah, so We're- he's been gone for like a year. And they talk about him very rarely. They talk about him when Terry needs to mm-hmm. remember. But that's it. Like, it's nice to remind us, oh, these guys are still recovering from yeah. some pretty heavy shit. And then there's another, it's not quite as, it doesn't quite hit as hard. But uh, when Terry shows up at Juvie and and they're reading him, you know, doing the, the rules, like yeah. stay behind the glass, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I've been here before. Yeah. And that was another one where it was like, oh, this was kind of silly and kind of fun. And then, oh, right, shit. He... He doesn't like to be back here because yeah. he's been here and he's trying to straighten his shit out. And like, there, there was some good stuff there. Yeah, I had this moment. I'm like, oh, right. Terry was a quote unquote bad kid. Well, I mean, I don't think they ever did that cheesy TV thing. Mm-hmm. I kind of understood what kind of bad kid he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Kind of the same kind of bad kid I was, mm-hmm. which I didn't get caught and sent to juvie, but I absolutely lit stuff on fire. And Smoking stole behind things. Hooper's store. Never smoked. Mm hmm. Also, Mr. Looper would not have stood for that at all. <laughs> but yeah, Bruce Your continues. Have a smoke pit? Uh, we did our first, like our, our freshman, maybe sophomore year, like the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. I, w- I came in just in the tail end of it's okay for kids to smoke if they have a permission slip. Yeah, as far as I remember, we had one right up until I was out. And like, I was oh. in, like, I was in school. Yeah, much you're later nine than years you. younger than yeah. me. So, yeah. But like. See, I, I assumed it came to us late, mm-hmm. honestly, because I'm from tobacco country. Sure. Where, like, you know, well, smoking is important. Mm-hmm. Gotta help the tobacco. <laughs> I mean, seriously, out in the, like, you drive 10 miles from my house, mm-hmm. it's nothing but tobacco barns. Ugh. I know. Um, But yeah, uh, Bruce, not in this one very much, as as has been mm-hmm. the uh, tendency this season, but uh, chimed in with some good stuff. Yeah, well, I kind of like that, too, you know, like, get... You know, Get the focus yeah. on Terry. It's his show. Well, they said they spent the first season assuring the Batman fans, mm-hmm. look, this is connected. This guy's still oh, yeah. here. Barbara's still here. It's cool. But now, but theoretically, now, you know, you've got those can, people. Yeah, now they can walk on their own two feet. It's mm-hmm. like next gen. Yeah. Like Star Trek Next Generation. Like, they they hit the connections to the original series hard for a while, and then they're like, you know what? We need to stand on our own, and then we'll start mm-hmm. bringing the old guys back. Mm-hmm. And that was good. Yeah. Um, What was your bad thing? Uh. The uh the my trophies coach at the beginning. Oh yeah. I believe we both have the same note here, which is my trophies. Well, it's like the first beat of the episode. I think it's our first note <sighs> for both of us. So it's a bunch of trophies wedged in the ceiling, and there's the the school coach is just like my trophies. I, I worked spent, years. Yeah, I spent decades to earn those, and now someone's put them slightly out of my reach. Uh-huh. People can still see them. Mm-hmm. That you just With- display them up there. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that was a bad thing or not, but I thought it was stupid enough to comment on. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, I was struggling to. I really like this one. Yeah. Um, uh, my bad thing is Terry makes a Casper the Friendly Ghost reference, mm-hmm. and I have a hard time believing that anyone now would know what that is, much less in the cyberpunk future. Oh, yeah. Days. No, my my, uh, my generation was the last people to give a shit what Casper the Friendly Ghost did. Yeah, and that's only because of, um, what's her name? Christina Ricci. Yeah. Like, you're not talking about the old comics or the old cartoon. You're talking about the movie they made in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. And the cartoon based on the movie. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it was a Fox cartoon. Yeah. About a dead kid. <laughs> yeah, on well, Fox. Well, I, guess that an- <laughs> I guess that answers my question about do cartoons talk about dead kids? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess so. Cartoons love dead kids. I guess so. Mm-hmm. That's why the um, Pet Cemetery animated series was so popular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then their lead-in would be great because the, the old guy would come out in a live-action sequence. And oh, say, yeah. Uh, a lot of history on that road, Rana. Yeah. And then the Roadrunner show mm-hmm. would start. Uh, let's see. I'll tell else? you some facts about Maine. Uh, I will say, so they did make a uh, a Casper the Friendly Ghost reference, but they also made a Phantom Menace reference, and that one actually did make me laugh. Yeah. Because, put aside everyone's opinion of that movie, mm-hmm. it's a pretty cool title. Oh, yeah. But also, anything with a ghost in it, loved name-checking that. Uh, Angel did it as well. Mm-hmm. They had the Phantom Dennis as a character on that show. Oh, God, that's sometime. right. Oh, did you not know that that was a pun? I hadn't thought about that in forever. And also, no, yeah. I did not realize that was a pun. Yeah. It was, I don't even think the movie had come out yet. We just knew the title. Mm-hmm. So they were just, like, uh, uh, Cordelia kept calling him Phantom Dennis. <laughs> and I'm sure that's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, like else? like I said in my summary, I was pleased that Terry pretty much cracked this one on his own. Mm-hmm. Like, Bruce gives him some nice, can you stop hanging around the high school and fight crime? Which is good, but uh, Terry, like, just doggedly pursues this mm-hmm. and ultimately works out who it is and then goes and confronts the kid yep. and figures out he's got powers. Like, he, he does a good job. Yeah, good for you, Terry. Yeah. Meanwhile, the, meanwhile, crime runs rampant down at the docks. I mean, look... Let the shit. What were their names? The Thrantastic Three. Let them yeah. take care of it. Didn't they all get sucked into an air conditioner? I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just remembered that two of those people died getting sucked into an air conditioner. I don't know that they died because I think the guy said like I'm, I'll have to go in there and scoop them out. Yeah, that's like Willy Wonka being all like, I'm sure these children didn't. <laughs> I'm sure these children survived. Don't worry about uh-huh. it. Well, it's like we've been watching a lot of uh, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, which is usually about someone trying to murder someone. Mm -hmm. And you've read short stories where people try to murder each other. Sometimes people get murdered. Mm -hmm. But it's TV in the 50s, so Hitchcock has to come out at the end and say, of course they got caught. (laughs) And and he would then just sort of, like, like, uh, narrow his eyes and say, are you happy now, sponsors? Mm -hmm. They got caught. Nobody believes me, but I said it. Shut up. It's the uh, 50s version of... uh... (laughs) The Chinese ending of Fight Club. I don't know the Chinese ending of Fight Club. Chinese ending of Fight Club is that it cuts away just before the buildings fall down and a sign comes up that says everyone was arrested and the buildings didn't blow up. <laughs> Tyler Durden had to go back to his home planet. Yep, basically. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I got the distinct impression as all the girls are dealing with um, various shenanigans in the shower room mm-hmm. that uh, Max hanging outside the shower room, fully dressed, is taking the F rather than dressing for Jim. Mm-hmm. And that is absolutely within the character I have uh, painted for Max. Oh, yeah. 
Who's going to get mad at her? No one. Well, I mean, you get an F. Mm-hmm. I know. I did it. I had to take gym twice because I hated doing it, mm-hmm. and I didn't dress for the first time. Yep. And each time, they knock you down a whole letter grade, so mm-hmm. after five times, you fail. Oh, wow. That sucks. They didn't have that oh. for mine. <laughs> yeah. No, it sucked real bad. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, she absolutely struck me as the kind of kid who had no interest. Like, yeah. I'm here because it's an academic requirement, but I I don't want this. Max, go run. No. No. What? No. You heard me. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Meanwhile, I was like, this is the only thing I'm good at. Oh, well. I mean, the thing is, I was fine. Like, mm. I could keep up. I wasn't, like, a joke or anything. It's just, like, I hated it. Yeah. It's the worst. And I, I didn't want to shower with the other kids. And I didn't want to, like any of that stuff. Come on. That we never did. We never actually showered. We had showers, uh, mm. but you just changed. You know, they were they were optional, mm-hmm. but I also didn't want to smell. So it's like, well, fuck. And yeah. I never did it, but ugh, just ugh. Mm-hmm. unpleasant. Yeah, the whole thing is gross. Yeah, I. It took me three and a half years to figure out how high school worked, and then I started really enjoying it, and they made me leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, wait! I finally figured this out. Yeah. Oh, just take classes I like. Oh. Of course. Uh, what else? Uh, let's see here. That's most of what I have. I have the note here. Uh, so Terry wraps uh, Nelson up in a gym mat and throws him out a window. And mm-hmm. my note here is just, hey, we're not allowed to play with those gym mats. <laughs> well, someone's napping on them, as we joked about a couple weeks ago. Uh. So much of my elementary school days were trying to play on those gym mats and being yelled at for playing on those gym mats. Maybe they were for the older kids. No, they were for no one. Oh, well, all right. We had so much stuff at my school that no one was allowed to use and just sat there and moldered. Maybe maybe they were filled with asbestos. Oh, maybe. Or, you know, lead paint or mm-hmm. all the things that were fine when I was a kid and suddenly they realized were poisoned by the time you were a kid. Yeah, should we throw these out? No, let's just not let anyone use them. They could just yeah. live here. Then the kids will resent us, and we don't have to throw anything away. Mm-hmm. It's the same with the, uh, remember I told you that school had, like, a shit ton of high lie uh, equipment that yeah. it never used? Yeah. I just assumed they were waiting for high lie to take off, mm-hmm. and it never did. <laughs> we just had to wait until the future of Batman. Yeah. One day this will be cool. Mm-hmm. Which I've been waiting for since I was a little kid. They, um, in, uh, I might, we might have already talked about this, I don't know, on Mad Men, mm. one of the things they were asked to uh, advertise was highlight, which I, I assume was based in a real life thing. Like it was either the late fifties or early sixties mm. and people believed this was gonna be the next huge thing and they wanted like, you know, the best ad agencies to to push it. Oh and yeah. I, I don't remember in the show if they didn't do it because they didn't believe them and they were right, or they did and failed, but it was just kind of a nice uh, we know better now joke. Yeah. <laughs> These people are wasting their time and it was kind of funny. Hey, it turns out no one cares about highlight. Mm-hmm. Highlight. Highlights. Well in in this country. Sure. I mean it is a big in I somewhere in South America, I want to say. Mm. I could be wrong about that. But, like, there are places where it is played and enjoyed, mm. but I don't think here is really one of them. <laughs> I mean, just like soccer. Oh, yeah. Kids play soccer, but then everyone kind of loses interest. Mm. I don't know. I'm in Portland. Soccer's huge here. Well, I mean, okay, yeah. But also, we travel in circles where people like soccer. But, yeah. like, you're sort of mainstream American still just wants to watch football, yeah. baseball, basketball. Mm. That's it. Maybe hockey. That's that's the first. You get the occasional hockey person. Yeah, I mean, you're you're obviously from hockey country. Well, yeah. The first thing I noticed when I moved here was suddenly no one gave a shit about hockey. Does Portland have a hockey team? I don't think so. Mm. That'd do it. Mm-hmm. 
Seattle just got one. Yeah. We we got the Kraken. That's and right. So, so we also got like nerds who don't give a fuck about sports buying the gear because it says the Kraken. Yeah, people like Krakens. <laughs> got pictures of tentacle beasts on it. Yeah, I would have loved that when I was uh, when I was a kid. Yeah. Okay. If all the kids are wearing sports stuff, here's a cool one. Yeah. I gotta wear something so I don't get beat up. Yeah. Mm. Then I got a Bulls jacket, and people were like, "So what do you like about the Bulls?" And then I got beat up anyway. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. I didn't even the know end. that. I don't think. Oh. That's that's. I mean, I could probably name one or two other players because they were the most famous ones. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Yeah. Oh, the Space Jam guy. Okay. Ugh. Yes, the Space Jam guy. Look, you know the famous baseball player. Mm-hmm. Look, I hate Space uh-huh. Jam, but I cannot say that it wasn't around a whole lot when I was a kid. Hmm. I mean, the thing about Space Jam is, uh, it could have been good. Mm-hmm. What would have made it good is if they put like the droogs from uh, Clockwork Orange in it. Oh yeah. Then it'd be great. Yep. And yep. Finally, someone fixed that problem. Mm-hmm. So. So nice to live in the future. Uh-huh. Well, speaking of in the future, in the future, people will still be stupid enough to believe that Ouija boards are anything but a children's board game. <laughs> I have never understood. Like, okay, as a party game, that's fine. But they're literally made by Milton Bradley. Yeah, that's the thing. I love it so much. It's like how people have tried to contact the dead for hundreds of years but we cracked with this. Yeah, here at Milton Bradley, where we make, I don't know if they make Monopoly, but no, that's Parker yeah. Brothers. But you know what I mean, one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Connect Four and Sorry and all, you know, like the game of life mm-hmm. right. and contacting the dead. Mm-hmm. Let's see, I can uh, call the dead and then after- <laughs> afterwards we can play a rousing game of Sorry. Oh, uh, that's okay. <laughs> I can win a beauty contest for $200. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to, uh, well, weirdly enough, I want to contact Rich un- Uncle Pennybag, so should I combine my Ouija board and my Monopoly mm-hmm. board? Hey, crack out the, uh, crack out the Ouija board, we're contacting the dead. Cool, I want to be the thimble. <laughs> I want to be the shoe, some, some weird foot pervert always wants to yep. be the shoe. Who wants to be the shoe? I would like to be the shoe. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you that one-armed guy who sells guns in Springfield? <laughs> I love being the shoe, and I love buying property, so Monopoly's perfect for me. What's his name? Herman? Yeah. Yeah, Herman. That's a pretty good Herman. Oh, thank I you. Don't know, I don't know if that's what you were going for. Not but... at all. Mm. All right. Anything else about this one? We are we are flailing wildly. <laughs> it's uh, not even that there isn't anything to talk about. Not just, just uh, real meandery this week. <laughs> I, like, I like this episode. Yeah. It's not like going to be a top five or anything, but I... Like I said, I found I found a hard time finding a proper good mm-hmm. or bad thing. Like it was, it was very good. It was exactly what you want with the follow up of, uh, you know, a, a previous story, mm-hmm. where they kind of escalated it. Like okay, last time he was just the lonely kid who had the robot, but this time he's out for revenge and he's got full on telekinetic powers. Yeah, pretty good. All right. Well, speaking of comebacks, why don't you tell us who comes back in? Uh, Babel, I think it's Babel, Babel, right? Yeah. I always want to say Babylon. Yeah. I don't think that's... It's because of the Babel fish, who, which is sometimes called the Babel fish. Mm. All right. Take it away, Matt. All right. So uh, Terry and Bruce are working on repairing the Batman suit beyond when Ace goes <laughs> bug nuts all over the damn place, trying to bite Terry and then dragging toilet paper rolls all over the cave. <laughs> Terry takes Ace to the vet, where every other animal in town is also freaking the fuck out. Realizing what's going on, Terry heads over to the zoo, where he does what everyone really wants to see a superhero do, beat up a gorilla. He also battles some pissed-off elements. El- Come in again. 
They also battle some pissed off elephants because some animals are just jerks. Mm-hmm. Eventually, everything goes back to normal. Ace looks extremely embarrassed, and Bruce suspects that the culprit is Shriek. You know, the sound guy in the boombox armor? I love him. Sure enough, Shriek is still pissed and still helping teenagers learn to masturbate in new and exciting <laughs> ways in exchange for goon work. Next, he activ- activates a device that makes everyone talk all weird, like that episode of Deep Space Nine, or in the Bible. Mm. The city descends into chaos, and Shriek calls Babs and demands that the city turn over Batman. Bruce is having absolutely none of this, that as he has lost more than enough sidekicks, thank you very much. Uh, but Terry definitely considers it, and then he just makes up a plan instead. Meet Shriek at a giant tuning fork, and then kicks his ass until the building falls down, crushing Shriek. Back in the Batcave, Bruce and, and Terry bond over continuing to fix the Batsuit, which is also in the Bible. <laughs> you know, we, we have these summaries written, and we and we read along with each other mm-hmm. as, as we're doing them, and... I was certain, even though you spelled it right, I, w- I read Bruce suspects that the culprit is Shrek. <laughs> I've seen the episode. I know it's not Shrek, and that's not what you wrote. Seems one of my I'm oldest enemies. Is, say Shrek. One of my oldest enemies has finally returned to Gotham City. Somebody! <laughs> Donkey! Here's a tuning fork you can fuck. Oh, I'm gonna take over all of Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shriek, I, I'm not surprised you like him because he has a real Rudy Parasite vibe. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he? Just, just feels like a real dirtbag. Just a real dipshit who got into the whole supervillain thing. Now, he he is an expert in the thing. Like, he, he genuinely created his thing. Mm-hmm. He didn't just accidentally fall into some, some goop. Yeah, he didn't like, fall like into a vat full of sound or something. <laughs> right. No, he's actually like a, a brilliant sound engineer, mm-hmm. but... Everything else about him just feels very schlubby. Well, and he looks like a douchebag. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, they gave him the little the soul patch. Exactly. He's got the little soul patch and shaved his head. It's just like, what a dipshit. No, and I pointed it out last time. The guy who plays him, I only know him from Twin Peaks, and he played a real dirtbag mm-hmm, in that. Mm-hmm. So, and usually when they do that, usually when you know this person from a well-known show, it's because Andrea Romano saw that show and wants that same vibe. Yep. So that's probably intentional. I also noticed with this episode that, like, when Shriek's walking around in his armor, like, mm-hmm. he has to sort of hold his arms out awkwardly, and it's extremely funny to me. Oh, yeah, his polar bear arms? Yeah, he's just like, oh, gosh. Um, can you step back? I gotta go through this door, and I can't really... Fa- I gotta go in sideways. It's a good thing, like, I have my, uh, all my sound stuff built into the suit, because I could not hold an MP3 player <laughs> like this. Nor activate one with those little spindly fingers he's got. Nope. Nope. These touch screens don't work for me. Ugh. Why, I mean, why couldn't this have buttons? I mean, Amanda had the same problem, mm-hmm. but that's because she doesn't have a soul. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's do some bad things. All right. What do you got? So, there's a shot where Terry goes into the veterinarian office with Ace. Um, oh, yeah, because all the animals in town have, have gone absolutely nuts. Yeah, it's weird. Everyone in it is wearing the same shade of green. Like, well, this this is something we've pointed out before. It was purple another time. Mm. Like when they draw extras in the background, for some reason they just use a single color palette, and it is yeah, I don't love it. No, it's it's weird. Like I thought it was a lighting thing for a second, but it's it's not because yeah. all the animals are colored the way animals yeah. are. You know, like. Right. And, no, we we had this a couple of weeks yeah. ago. I think it was the when something was going on on the subway, and everyone on the subway was wearing purple. Yeah. It's like, and I thought at first they were telling us they were all jokers, but no, everyone's just wearing purple. Yeah, this is the yeah, uh, this is the purple car. 
Yeah. This it's is weird. the green retro- veterinarian. It's like uh, yeah. it's like uh, school color day or something. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Or maybe it's maybe he went on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, that could be. And he wasn't wearing green, so he's going to get pinched. It's okay. The bat the uh, bat suit has anti pinch armor mm, for when uh, Batman fought the lobster. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say like Patty O'Shea or something. <laughs> he doesn't have superpowers. He's just look out, itchy. He's Irish. <laughs> I was talking to it. This is a total non sequitur. That's fine. This is the episode was, for it. <laughs> Yeah, I was talking to an old friend of mine. Uh, we we recently purchased a home. Yes, you did. Congratulations! Absolutely terrifying, mm-hmm. but thank you. Um, and you know, it, it's we're gonna be a little. They call it house poor for a while because you dump all your money to buying the mm-hmm. house, and then you can't do anything for the house. Yeah. Um, and this friend of mine who has lived in New York City for thirty years now just said, "Well, why don't you take in a barter then?" <laughs> <laughs> the Irish accent was just yeah. I know exactly what you're saying, and that is hilarious. <laughs> He didn't say a roommate. He's a boarder. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, there was, so we talked about in the last episode, Mm -hmm. the uh, reminding us of Warren McGinnis, which was very good. Yeah. And the reminding us that Terry went to juvie, which is also pretty Mm. good. This one tries to bring all that stuff back too. And there's a flashback that just seems out of nowhere. Oh yeah. It's like, it's bizarre. This is my bad Mm. thing. It's just like, it's it's Terry, and I don't think we got any new angles or any new information. Mm-hmm. I th- is it the same scene? I'm pretty sure again? it's the exact same scene. Even the um the only thing that might have been different is like the graffiti that was all over. Well, the, the place. graffiti's no, the graffiti was there before. It's got it's the ha's. Yeah, like uh, the Joker's painted ha 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 ha. Oh, yeah, okay. It felt more intense for some reason, which I actually liked. It, well, like I say, it might be from different angles. It might be the same scene, but drawn new. Yeah. So like it made more of it. Like it was it was better visually this time. But there was no new information that I I saw, Mm -hmm. like nothing that really shed light on anything. And what they were trying to do was give us one of those Spider-Man stories where Spider-Man is in a shitty situation where nobody appreciates him. Mm -hmm. And he he remembers why he does this and says, I don't care if everyone hates me. I don't care if J. Jonah Jameson is like trying to convince everyone I'm a a menace. Mm -hmm. I still do this because of Uncle Ben. And that's what they were trying to do. But it just didn't didn't really click for me. And we didn't need the flashback. You just just say yeah. his murdered parents. Mm-hmm. We didn't we didn't get flashbacks to the we never saw the Waynes get killed. Yeah, which no, we always liked. It's the only thing that that's never shown the Waynes getting killed. Yeah, and also weirdly the best the best version mm-hmm. of the character because they didn't you know they they knew everyone knows yeah. man even when that show launched in 1992 mm-hmm. everyone already know. knows what happened. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a it was a weird thing to remind us of. Like, I like what they were trying to do, yeah. but it didn't quite work. Like, because uh, everyone in town knows mm-hmm. if Shriek gets Batman, he'll put everything back to normal. Yeah, and so a lot of them are like, "Fuck Batman!" Yeah, like he should just die so I can go back to normal. Yeah. And and so it's one of those like, "Boy, what a bunch of ingrates," mm-hmm. which is not a bad angle. But I just I don't think they 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 stuck the landing mm-hmm. on that. Well, and I even like Bruce is just like. You know, this is this is horseshit. You've done so much for the for these people, and they don't give a shit about you. Well, and this kind of ties into your good. Thing. Well, yeah, like I love that Bruce is just willing to go to bat for te- for Terry. Like, there's a port part where uh, Barbara calls, and she's like, "Shriek wants Batman to turn himself in," and Bruce is like, "Okay." Yeah, but he thought. Yeah, she meant no. Batman, that's my point, him. and it's like, no, yeah. Bruce, you're not Batman anymore. Oh, 
Right. Oh, right. You guys think I'm not Batman anymore. This, this kid keeps telling me that. Uh-huh. I forgot. Right. And just and Terry's like, well, you know, like I'm Batman now, and Bruce's like, you don't have to, you don't have to do this. Yeah, I, I, I love that. I love that so much. Like he's, yeah. he does not want anything to happen to this kid. No, because it's real easy to go sort of full Frank Miller mm-hmm. and say, you're in this. You, you're fighting this war. Yeah. You're a soldier. You, you do this. And no, that Bruce still has some compassion yeah. left. Not much at this point, no. but he's got some. Well, the other thing is, it's like, I don't expect Bruce for a second to be all like, well, I guess everyone's just going to not talk to each other. You know, like he's working on something, but like. Of course he is. I think they did a great job, too. Uh, Two two episodes in a row Mm. of Terry being not only a good detective, in this case, a better detective than Bruce. Because he looks right at the thing and says, oh, I know what it is and leaves. And Bruce has to keep looking at it and say, oh, it's a tuning fork. Shit. How did I not get that? Come on, Bruce. Even I realized it was a tuning fork. (laughs) Yeah, it's a weird shaped building and it's cool looking, mm-hmm. but it's the sound guy lives in that building. Why do you think that is? Hmm. <laughs> well, it's definitely where he keeps the his uh, his teenager. Oh boy. Well, let's talk about that kid. Uh-huh. So, so this is this is Michael Rosenbaum again, the guy who will eventually vi- voice the Flash, yep. playing this real burnout just like uh, Shriek's henchman. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't wrong, right? No, it was Spellbinder I was thinking of who was teaching kids how to masturbate. Oh, yes. Well, this, I mean, this is my, um... In the future! Fuck Fork! Fuck Fork! Fuck Fork! And related to that, here's my quote. Ollie, it's been a long night. I think you've earned some time with the Fork. The Fork? Sound vibrations directly stimulating the brain's pleasure center. Isn't this better than creds? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Oh, uh, uh... <laughs> okay. Uh it was real it was real real tempting to uh to get the some of the like the 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 gibberish dialogue. Oh yeah, no, that was all very good. We'll talk about that in a yeah, minute. But at the end of the day, this was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. So The fuck fork. Yeah. I mean, Shriek invented a tuning fork that uh vibrates at a frequency that hits your like your your pleasure mm. center. Which makes this kid just orgasm out right yep, in front of just him. Sits on the floor <laughs> orgasming. But what's great about this scene and very uncomfortable, and it's supposed to be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. is he won't stop. Yeah. Like, like, and I've done voice sessions like this with our performers. I, 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 I won't lie. I love doing mm-hmm. this. When they're doing something undignified or we just especially weird, mm-hmm. I've got more than enough. Oh, yeah. I will not call cut because I just want to see how long they're going to do Dude. it. <laughs> Because it's funny. As one of your voice actors, I've been on the other end of that. I know. I know. It's funny. I mean, if you ever feel... Go on. Keep going, Maggie. How long can can you ramble as Aaron Fawcett for? Yeah. Look, and I end up using it Mm -hmm. because it's great. But sometimes I just want to see how long you'll do it. Al, it's been 20 minutes. I know. Keep going. Just all you got to do is ask, hey, is that enough? And I will say yes. (laughs) I'm not making you do it. I'm just waiting Uh... to see how long you'll do it. (laughs) And I feel like Andrea Romano might have done that here. Like, Mm -hmm. just... Just make some, like, it's a kid's cartoon. This isn't going to make it in. Mm-hmm. Just just give me some noises and we'll, we'll throw them in the background. Mm-hmm. And no, they're there. <laughs> but but the joke is, like, Shriek is, it's a good in-story way to remind us that Shriek is uh, canonically deaf. Because mm-hmm. he's like, ooh, I don't want to hear this. And he pulls off, like, the, the helmet of the suit so he can't hear yeah. him anymore. <laughs> it's like, I, I need to not hear this. Mm-hmm. And then we just sort of hear the tinnitus ringing yep. as he pulls the thing off. And that's a very good way to show us. That he he doesn't have to. Oh, it's very good uh, though, and it's a very like 
that's a very sort of superhero-y, like supervillainy kind of like, I need a henchman, mm-hmm. so I'm going to use whatever my dumb power is to reward a henchman. Mm-hmm. And I love when they think of creative ways to do yep, that. Like a fuck fork. Yes, I love the fuck mm-hmm. fork. Give you some time alone with the fork. Well, not alone. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you won't leave and I work in this room. Yeah. Oh, I got you a whole great. fuck fork room. That's eh, not the same mm-hmm. if you're not here. I mean, the acoustics in it are perfectly balanced for the fuck mm-hmm. fork. <laughs> uh, I, um, so my good yes. thing. The voice actors did an excellent job of selling the nonsense mm-hmm. as though they were the actual words they should be saying. So the thing is, they're saying nonsense syllables, just random, yeah. not even words, just just sounds. Yeah, it's uh, it's not like that, DF- that DS9 episode we did uh, mm-hmm. on the old show where it was like random words. So you get that great right. shot of uh, Cisco going, bread, bread. Right. <laughs> but his delivery is always so over the top anyway mm-hmm. that, you know, this effect doesn't quite come across. But you get like very down to earth, tough as nails, Barbara Gordon mm-hmm. saying, you know, I don't know. I wish I had some of the words in front mm-hmm. of me now. But just in that perfect Stockard Channing, you know, mm-hmm. look you square in the eye and, and say something serious, just complete gibberish. Well, and it sounds and it's perfect. It sounds like words tra- that tra- like translate to gibberish because there's bits where people yeah. repeat things and it's the same word. Right. But again, it's all on the voice actors to make mm-hmm. it sound like what you, what you do is you say the words you're supposed to say. Mm-hmm. Sort of notice the inflection, yeah. notice where, what word, what syllables you stress, what parts you go up and down on, and then mimic that. Like, it's a, it's, it's a skill, mm-hmm. and all these guys have it. Nobody makes it so that this bit is not something that I buy. Yeah. All it takes is one of them to fuck it up to, for me to, like, sort of burst the bubble and, and not believe it anymore. Mm-hmm. But they all did it great. Yeah. It was good. And, and you know, funny. And, yeah, mm-hmm. it was... That that would have been a near thing as a quote for me too, honestly. I honestly, if if sometime with the fork uh, wasn't yeah. one of the best quotes possibly ever in this series, like yeah, yeah, that is true. It was a tough one. Oh, oh absolutely. I mean, there were there were a few good bits mm. here and there, but uh, you know, I um, after the last episode of Terry fighting a towel, <laughs> you guys want to get like, high? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no tally. Oh, I miss Pat. Um, yeah. No, there's um, I, just like I my notes said uh, Batman versus a towel. The towel wins. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it was uh, Batman versus an elephant. The elephant yep. wins. This is not. Uh, I, I think I pointed this out last week that he had a bit of an undignified week, but uh, mm, kind of there again. That elephant beats the shit out of him. It is oh, yeah, so it funny. Mm hmm. And the and the gorilla too. Mm-hmm. The the other thing is the elephant looks like it wandered in from a different cartoon. Yeah, it doesn't not match the style or anything, yeah. but it does look a little different. It, You're right. It, it it just it feels like this elephant came in from the Jungle Book and just started beating up Terry, mm-hmm. which is extremely funny to me. Oh, absolutely. Um, there's a great moment where uh oh he's at the vet's office mm-hmm. and um. He hears about, or they both realize, uh, he and Max both realize, oh shit, the zoo. Yeah. And there's a really good, it's just a quick animation of his face. The look he gives is like, oh shit, that's a Batman problem and I'm Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's such a good, oh no, the zoo. Yeah. I gotta go. It's very good. Max, uh, could you take care of, of Ace the Bat Hound while I go beat up a gorilla? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, where does Ace live? Shit. Uh, um, just stay here till I get yeah. back. 
I also the, um, okay. I mentioned this in the summary. Uh, Ace looks so embarrassed. <laughs> oh, the the that's what I was about to say. The animation on Ace because he's got the cone of shame, yeah. and the whole time, like the the whatever Shriek had done had worn off, mm. and he's already just miserable, just like oh, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And it's so like. Uh, you said in your summary you attacked Terry, which is true. You left out the part where he also attacked. Well, that's Bruce. when you know something's really wrong. Yeah, it's not like okay, he still doesn't trust this kid for whatever yeah. reason. No, he's just lost his yep. shit. It's just like literally that hangdog expression of just like oh. Yep. <laughs> I mean, the cone is already halfway there, but then the, there's some very good body language for us. Like, mm. We all know what a dog looks mm-hmm. like when they're you know I'm, they know they did something bad. I'm sorry for what I done. <laughs> Oh, very good. Uh, they do a nice thing where uh, uh, Bruce and Terry end up um, texting each yep. other because, you know, using the radio, vocalizing to each other is useless. Mm-hmm. So, And Bruce types very slowly <laughs> and mutters to himself yep. the whole time, which is just, yeah, yeah you're good man. at everything, but, you know, also you're an old mm-hmm. man. I think it's just because the bat computer keyboard is 50 feet mm-hmm. long. Why did I make this so big and have all the keys be bat-shaped? At least the word, the letters for Terry are all close together. <laughs> but uh... So they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what my quote would have mm. been. There's a bit where um, uh, Batman confronts Shriek. And he said, you're out of your mind. And, uh, oh, no, no, I think it was uh, Barbara says this to him. You're out of your mind. And he goes, duh. <laughs> that was very good. Oh, Shriek. Uh, again, real, real Rudy energy yeah. there. Uh, and uh oh at one point his um the uh the fork fuck guy yep. says uh what's his ollie. name ah <laughs> huh, because i had a okay. dog named ollie so it's like i know that name ah i just i just think of uh, green arrow mm-hmm. i'm surprised you don't unless you name the dog after green arrow in the first no place. no oh okay um but uh uh, he says, uh, yeah, so now people can't understand each other uh, you're gonna take the city ransom for ransom right he's like no I, he's just he just wants to hurt people yeah. he, there's no there's no ransom involved there's no money I just want to kill Batman I want to kill Batman and then maybe still leave the city fucked up just just because I'm kind of pissed yeah. off I'm a shitty dude I just I like that I like sometimes when there's mm-hmm. not a like when they work at it when it's obvious by design there's no deep complex yeah. Mr. Freeze thing going on like sometimes it feels like they didn't put enough work in mm-hmm. but I know exactly what this guy oh yeah is. He's just pissed off that he's deaf now, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a sound yeah, guy. Yeah, this is my whole deal, Batman. Yeah. You took away my you whole lost the deal ability to and you were punch. <laughs> just all like bragging, oh, I did an ironic punishment to this guy. This is my life, Batman. I'm actually, speaking of going deaf, I'm surprised. Uh, Terry's caught right in between the tines of the giant mm-hmm. fork building, uh, which then deafens the city. I'm surprised he doesn't have permanent hearing yeah. loss from that. Uh, Bat Helmet's got real good insulation. Mm, I guess so. Um, My noise-canceling headphones. <laughs> I had um, oh, I had a note when he's fighting the gorilla. Oh, no, my ape. <laughs> <laughs> Which will be always funny to me. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, don't Just worry about love, it. I uh, love watching Batman fight an ape. Mm-hmm. I mean... The way they animated him reminded me a lot of Gorilla Grodd hasn't shown up on this no. show yet, but they they did it the same. Like they clearly used the same 
studied the same footage of gorillas or whatever, mm-hmm. or maybe even recycled some of this animation, but it looks a lot like Grodd, yeah. which is yeah. fine. It's a gorilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not every gorilla has to look, have different fur and move differently, like have a unique personality. Mm-hmm. It's a gorilla. It's okay. Sometimes gorillas are the same as each other. Yep. Uh, oh, and we got to see the, the uh, Gotham cops in their weird red queen yeah. outfits again. Still very strange, but, you know, like, all right. Yeah, whatever. I guess it's the future, uh-huh. so okay. that's, that's fine. Uh, uh, What else? I really love there's a reporter interviewing people, and she has the coolest oh, yeah. fucking suit. Yeah, she's got a good look. Mm-hmm. Like, Just in general, she's got a real goth look, and then she's wearing, like, a yeah suit and tie. Like, oh, no, you rule. Like, skinny tie suit, like a Reservoir Dogs mm-hmm. suit. Oh, we're uh, talking to random people on the street. Yeah, uh, I think Batman uh, should be dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Meanwhile, you're just drawing hearts mm-hmm. on a on a notebook with her initials. She's so pretty. I mean, she was? <laughs> the initials are TR for the reporter. That reporter, yes, of course. <laughs> they actually say her name in the episode, and I forget what it mm-hmm. was. But the, the, the virtual anchor says, like, and now we go to what's-her-name. for. You know. I still love those shitty virtual anchors. Yeah. I I'm still not clear in story mm-hmm. what the deal is if they're actually computer generated, but in the in the credits they're called virtual anchors, so I guess so. I have this like I got this vibe when I was watching it last night where it's like it's like an AI that's programmed to make shitty reporter jokes. I mean, you those jokes are so bad and low hanging mm. that a computer could absolutely yeah. learn how to do it's them. It's like okay, it's like we pro we programmed the perfect shitty reporter. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, real news is happening, so we'll get a real person. But for all this other mm-hmm. dumb crap that no one cares about? Yeah, we think there might be a rat boy in the sewers. Well, it turns out there mm-hmm. is, but, you know. That rat boy was rat-tastic. Boo. No. <laughs> Gnawing on the drywall. <laughs> I very nearly, for last week's episode, put that screen a screen cap of uh, Bart Simpson as rat boy gnawing oh, on the drywall. absolutely should have. The funniest Almost thing in the did. world to me is when we <laughs> yep. do a cover that's well, just the, the Simpsons. The, uh... For the Voyager finale, yeah. you insisted that we uh, forego our usual uh, tradition of taking a screenshot from the episode mm-hmm. and instead use the uh, f- uh, Bon Voyage Voyager <laughs> party from The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm not opposed to those jokes. I just don't want to overuse oh, them. God, and no. I thought that was like, okay, you know, we hadn't done this in a long time. Yeah. So okay. It's like, all right, it's been eight years. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think that's yeah, about all I have. I've got anything else? I don't think I do. I was once again. I said this already, mm-hmm. but once again, please. That Terry is really starting to become a pretty good. Like you know, he's never going to be as smart as Bruce, yeah. but he outsmarted Bruce. Like he got there first. Mm-hmm. Like good job, kid. Hey. I feel like the writers' room probably said, "Okay, we need to focus more on Terry this mm-hmm. year and his supporting cast. Maybe spend a little more time at the high school and with his family." Uh, we also need to show that he's not a complete yep. idiot. And they've done yeah. that. Maybe they could do the same for Dana, but uh, can't have yeah. everything, I guess. <laughs> Us Dana fans get nothing and like it. I guess Dana in the last episode was the only one who kept her shit together enough in the shower. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is sort of cowering in the corner, and she's like trying to do yep. something. That's something. I'll take it. Yeah. She's also very excited to take that shower. She's like, ah, perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, she did check the temperature, mm-hmm. which is more than the, the main character in Psycho yep. did. Ugh. All right. Anything else? Uh, that's everything I got. All right. Well, that's all for this mm-hmm. time, then. 
Next time, we have the very excellently titled Terry's Friend Dates a Robot. wonder what that one's I about. love that so much because I've talked about this a bunch. Every episode of the show is so, like... Well, yeah, you're not going to remember what Revenant was. No, like, all of them are, like, one-word, like, cool titles yeah. or whatever, right? I mean, Babel, yeah, you are, because that's got a very specific yeah. meaning. But uh, uh, the other episode is called Eyewitness, mm. and I'm not... I, I yeah, exactly. But one episode just that's just called Terry's Friend Dates a Robot, mm, exquisite. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love it. And that's li- that I've seen it. I don't remember much about it, but I do remember that literally. Ha- it's not like one of those disappointing titles mm-hmm. where you get that and then, you know, it doesn't happen. Yep. I saw an old noir movie called, uh, what was it, Kiss the Blood from My mm-hmm. Hands or something, and that never happened. No, God no damn one it. ever tasted the blood of Dracula. No. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. He was drinking everyone else's yep. blood. Uh, uh, so yeah, and like I say, the other one's called Eyewitness, and I have no yeah, idea what that one is because it's, it's back to back to the usual some thing. Kind of eye guy, I suppose. It might be uh, might be Spellbinder it's again. A walking eye. Mm-hmm. Well, Spellbinder is kind of a walking he is. eye, isn't he? Brings his eye mm-hmm. everywhere he goes. Mm-hmm. Just like the rest of us. Now that I'm thinking, no matter about where it. he goes, he is known as the mm-hmm. eye. The all-seeing eye. Right. Well, as ever, mm-hmm. uh, our website where you can download, uh, you know, old episodes and learn more about us and, and see some cool art that Michelle mm-hmm. did and so forth is kidslovebatman.com. Yep. If you want to write to us, it is kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail. Uh, if you want to donate to our Patreon, um, we today are about to record another episode of The Brave and the yeah. Bold, which is the show we are covering for our patrons Have now. Have a great um, time doing it. Yeah. The... Uh, you can you can pledge uh, any amount you like, as little as one dollar US, mm-hmm. and get uh, bonus episodes of this show, of our Star Trek fanfic show Endeavor, of the Death of Podcasts. It's all available to mm-hmm. you, uh, and that is Patreon.com/slash/Algar. And speaking of Algar, that is my Twitter mm-hmm. handle, in fact, at Algar. Thank you, robots. And we'll be back next yeah. time. See you, folks. Twala dregs. <laughs> For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2022. Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.